Hey guys, welcome to another episode of No One Is Listening. Uh, I'm here with Jen again, and Hi. Uh, yeah, hello. Uh, and today we're going to talk about television. But before we do that, you wanted, you requested ten seconds <laughs> as an aside to yes. address something. So Steve and I, um, in our episode where we predicted our Oscar uh, predictions, which I think I think we one of us got at least one thing right. Right. Yes, which is not a great track really? record, really but guess. yeah, whatever. Uh, I'm not bitter that I lost the best picture uh, prediction, but spotlight. <laughs> but I did watch Spotlight; and it was great. Um, but I think I had a mini stroke when we were recording that last episode, and I confusingly said that uh, like Twelve Years a Slave and Argo, they were all sort of in the best picture category together. They were not; they are both best picture winners of different years. So apologies for that mistake but I'm sure I'm sure my mom the one listener we mm-hmm. have won't mind it's just I felt back we went and we talked about it for like 10 minutes Did about we? the different movies the art like we talked oh, about yeah, yeah, for like yeah, 10 yeah, minutes yeah. and I was like oh crap but thanks for listening guys yeah. <laughs> or uh, Steve's mom <laughs> so uh yeah we want to talk about we want to talk about tv today and uh specifically I think you know not just like oh what shows are you into what shows are you not into but I think the ever evolving landscape of television mm-hmm. and um, kind of the game changer that Netflix and streaming services have become. Um, and one, it's continuing to it continue. Yeah, just like every, I feel like every year, it's just like, yeah. I think when House of Cards first came out, mm-hmm. it was like, oh my, I, is this even going to work? And now it's like clearly it works, and clearly it's these. I think originally the concern was, oh, if you release an entire season's worth of episodes online for people to binge watch, you know, does it maintain the zeitgeisty nature of, you know, the show of the week or the show of the season, if you will, you know, and I think the, the answer is a resounding yes. And I think to Netflix's surprise, a lot of times it'll be shows that they didn't, that they weren't expecting to capture, you know, pop culture's attention, Mm -hmm. you know, um, you know, two examples being, you know, real quick, like orange is the new black in when, that first started, and uh, you know, as recently as this past holiday, making a murderer, right? You know, um, so one thing I wanted to clarify before we even started was uh, we'll be using the term over the top a lot, and that's not the Sylvester Stallone uh, arm wrestling movie. Have you ever you <laughs> no, never seen that? You never no. seen Over the Top? It's about arm wrestling. Yes, yeah, is Sylvester Stallone arm wrestling movie? Um, no, but. I've learned something new today. Okay, so, uh, so uh, when we refer to over the top, um, what we're talking about is uh, over the top content is any television content or any content really that's provided uh, over the internet, right? So the reason we bring this up is because Netflix obviously is an over the top content provider because they uh, stream all their TV shows, but um, HBO Go, while not a streaming website, as in like they don't like. That's not where you would go to catch the first viewing of their TV shows like Game of Thrones, for example. Um, actually, even though I think HBO Go is a little different word, I think you can watch it on HBO Go at the same at time. the same time, yeah. right? But they don't like unload it all at the same time for you to just like binge watch. You can binge watch old shows, but you can't. They won't like release like the new Thrones season all at once for you to binge watch. I think HBO is kind of like one of those examples that kind of falls a little bit exactly. in both categories. You, you know what it would be? <laughs> HBO is a is a channel or network that was traditional 
and has gone over the top. And they have a, a, a huge library where you can go and, and watch any of their of their shows at any time. So that's what we mean by by over the top. It's a it's a network that provides the TV shows uh, online. Um, so with that, uh, we decided to start this off uh, by doing shows that we've watched. We'll we'll talk about shows that we watched on streaming services and ones we've watched on traditional services. Well, maybe before we do that, we can mm. talk a little bit about what services we pay for, what oh, we're on, and okay. then that can lead into... Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Right? I like. So I think we're... I think I can speak for both of us when I say that we love TV so much that we pay for both. Right? We so pay I, for everything. Yeah, I, so I have I have Netflix. Mm-hmm. You have Netflix, I right? have Netflix. Do you have Hulu? Do you have Hulu Plus? I have Hulu Plus. Can I get your credentials yes. later? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't have Hulu Plus, um, but I do, I do have Netflix, and... Um, I have uh, the WWE Network, okay. which uh, which counts. That yeah. counts, no, that right? Totally counts. It's a monthly subscription, and mm-hmm. they and the stream. Um, Sorry, um, how much is the monthly fee for? It's the... like it's like nine ninety nine. Really? So it's like less than ten dollars. That's interesting. Yeah, it's super cheap. Okay. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna defend it real quick. I'm not. One, I'm not I'm, one I pay- just want okay. to know. All right, all right, for now. Okay. <laughs> so it's like $10. Um, and then I have a full cable subscription with like premium channels. You have DVR. Oh, of course, man. Okay. I feel like once you have DVR, I mean, a lot of these channels, they'll like upload, you know, their content for on demand on the website. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, it's like you still have to watch the commercials even online. Right. Like for, I'm thinking of, yeah, I'm thinking about stuff like, uh, like MTV's The Challenge, which I watch like religiously. Like if you go on MTV.com and stream it, there are so many commercials, mm-hmm. you know. So I just I still prefer, and you know I like watching it on like my TV. Yeah, you know? me too. So. so I think you and I are are uh, creatures of the same similar habits. Yeah. Um, I don't. I cut my premium channels, so I don't have HBO or Showtime, what? but I share HBO with someone, so like oh, okay, it, okay. it works out. Um, but I have. Um, I have access to cable, and I have two DVRs, which is... What do you mean so you have two DVRs? I have a cable or a set-top box with a DVR on my, like, bedroom TV and on my living room TV. So you can DVR, mul- like, mm-hmm. multiple things. Yeah. Wow. Um, DVR has completely... It's my favorite invention <laughs> So you can... Time. Wait, which provider do you have? I have, I have files. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you can do two at the same time, right? Mm-hmm. You can so do, now, you, so you can do four. I can do four, and sometimes I do four. When when would you ever need four? Uh, I believe the hot time for me right now is like Wednesday at ten o'clock. I think. What's on at Wednesday? At 10 <laughs> I'm so embarrassed right now. So I watch The Americans. Mm-hmm. Um, and if this is not the time, then it's not, then I'm getting it wrong. So it was recording the Americans and Broad City on one. Okay. And then um, I have a I have this like new like favorite show. It's called The Internet Ruined My Life on Sci-Fi. It's so fun. Like we can talk about it later. Okay. Okay. And then I um, because there's a guy that I like on this new show, Criminal Minds Beyond Borders. Like I was recording that. So I was literally recording four different shows. At the same well, you time. record you record Criminal Minds. Mm-hmm. Just that one. Ep- yeah. Oh, just the one episode. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay. So, so there was that one instance where you needed four DVRs. I, what you're yes, which is disgusting if I really think about it. But I have two DVRs. Um, 
I pay for Netflix. I pay for Hulu. I have a Drama Fever account for my it's Korean drama Korean drama <laughs> obsession. Um, Warner Brothers just bought Drama Fever. So what the heck is Drama Fever? Drama Fever is like um, a content provider or a distributor for um, like Asian content. Really? So Korean dramas. I mean, they have all other sorts of. Mom, we're like gonna that. set you up on drama. How much is it? Drama Fever, um, they have sales all the time, but I think the average is probably in like nine ninety nine. That's it? Oh, yeah. Mom, we're going to get you Drama Fever. Don't worry about it. That's your reward for listening yeah. to this <laughs> podcast. Um, yeah, and I think, was that everything? The point is, I can't, I know a lot of people who have decided to cut cable. I, that's crazy. And I cannot do that. I don't think I'd be able to do I have so many questions for those people. But I, yeah, I just, I need, I need my DVR and I need TV. You know what? That, that, that's a great segue, right? So why, I think the way the mold is evolving, the model is evolving is, you know, we want, um, I think it, it's it's obviously heading towards internet everything over the top everything. Yep. So with Netflix and Hulu and you know I think there's a case to be made that you could get everything you wanted um, without having a cable subscription. But there unless there are a few specific things that you need. So what are the why do you still have your cable subscription? You know I thought about this a lot and I think what we're moving towards now is this like like, system of a la carte-ness, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so even you having, like, your um, wrestling subscription, like, that's... WWE a- Network. Mm-hmm, sorry. WWN, <laughs> I guess. What? Worldwide. Okay, you know what? Whatever. Um, but I like... I kind of like the idea of, like, flipping through channels and Channel like thinking or, like, discovering things. So I don't want to move towards this a la carte era because I don't know what I want yet right so like I want to have that option of discovering things and I know like when you're in the world of Netflix and when you're in Hulu like you get your recommendations and you Mm -hmm. like the Mm -hmm. idea is the same but to me like I don't know maybe it's because I'm so used to like the idea of flipping through channels that like I just I like I like variety and I just and also I like watching things live in the sense that like not so much like the stuff that's on broadcast network, but like where am I going to watch the Oscars or I mean oh, if I was like into sports yeah right, like event right, television right. if I was into sports like where would I watch sports I I know there's answers to all of these questions but for me like it's easier to have that all in one place instead of like having to think about like what I want and then like picking and choosing and then paying. Um, Hmm. It, it's a lot more it requires a lot more thinking I feel like yeah that I don't want to do yeah I mean that's a good point I think for me um and, and just like tangentially I feel like channel surfing is like a skill too yeah you know because like there are people like you know someone doesn't know what they're doing when they're actually changing the channel each time they're just pressing like up or down oh, yeah, on yeah, the yeah. channel yeah. button and the, it, it like pops and you're just like what are you doing you know the the way to do it is you go menu, or you go menu, right, and then you go to the to the guide, right, or your and, favorites, or your favorites if you have favorites, yeah. right. Um, you go to the, the to the channel guide, and then and then you use the channel button, right, to scroll one page at a time. So mm-hmm. you glance at like the. 
five to seven channels, and then you you press down or up, and then you go page at a time. Like, yeah. So like some some I know people who get it like half right. Well, they'll get to the guide, but then they're going one at a time, and I'm just like, what are you doing? And what a waste of time. But anyway, um, I think for me, right, the it's it's really sports. You know, that's that's most of it. It's, so that's your biggest reason why you would not not cut ties. With why people. I wouldn't be able to cut ties with cable because I was just like, oh. Like, and I know with uh, a lot of those, uh, where is it? With a lot of those sports, like NFL and you know baseball and NBA, they have their own services. So if you sign up for like League Pass or NFL Network, you can get them on your computer. Mm-hmm. But um, my whole thing is like, you know, what if they're on ESPN one night or TNT another night so or ABC? Yeah, you know what I mean. I have to pay for all of them. It's like I can't, I can't do that because sometimes uh, if it's like a nationally televised game, they won't provide it on their thing because it's like. You know they're partners with ESPN or TNT or right. ABC, so they don't they they're not going to take away viewers from those uh, broadcast partners that they have. You know, so it's just like it's sometimes it's like I'm sure if I had all the time in the or not even all the time if I was disciplined enough to like make a spreadsheet and I figured out like the what best way watch, to what I what yeah. I watch what I don't it's just easier not to, yeah. You know? Um, so you know how, like, the Super Bowl is, like, the highest-rated television yeah. event of the year? Yeah. Like, yeah, so if you didn't have, like, how does how would that work? Like, I'm sure there are ways, like, right? Like, I'm yeah. sure there are people smarter than us that, that know that there are ways, but it's just, like, at that point, like, to figure out, to do all the work of figuring out how to watch these shows and, like, how to watch them while cutting cable, it's, yeah. like, I, I, I'm just going to give them the 70 extra bucks a month. You know, because I need them for internet anyway. Right. You know, so I might as well just do it. Like, I don't I don't care enough. Um, I think increasingly, though, you and I, like, people like us are becoming, like, the minority. That's a, that's a, that's a great point. I'm so glad you said that. Because people might be wondering, right, who cares? Mm-hmm. What's the point? Like, who cares if people stop watching cable? Like, what effect does that have? I will tell you what effect that has. You take a channel who has not gone over the top yet, right? Like, so let's say... Who doesn't have a library? Um, ESPN. Let's just go with ESPN, right? ESPN is uh, they're the worldwide leader in sports. Blah blah blah. They don't actually have any original content. The games that they show, the NFL, NBA, baseball, all those games that they show, they don't actually own that footage. You know, all that archived footage belongs to those sports organizations. So if you have a subscription to ESPN, do you not get to see games that have happened? No, not have happened. You only get to watch what is on ESPN at that moment in time. I mean, they have original content like, like their sports center or like their talking head shows, you know. But in terms of like sporting events, like they don't own that, you know. Um, and so the reason I bring this up in. Uh, in relation to the conversation we were just having about, you know, cable subscriptions dying is because uh, there was a point in time where ESPN and and a lot of networks, uh, they were swimming in money because more and more people were getting cable. There was a time when very few people had cable. I remember when I was growing up, I didn't have cable. So people were talking about Nickelodeon mm-hmm. shows. And, I, yeah. and I, I'd know, i never seen Rugrats yeah. before, you know, Are You Afraid of the Dark or yeah. any of that stuff. Um, and then uh, there was like a boom where then it became more normal to have cable TV than not have cable TV, you know? And then so all those cable networks were, basic cable networks were swimming in cable subscription money. Now that 
there are streaming services like you know Netflix and, and Hulu and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Uh, now that cable subscriptions are dying, those channels that have not gone over the top, that don't have a robust media library to offer so they can get a monthly subscription, they are now losing money and losing money rapidly because people like you and I are in the minority. That's why you see Showtime and HBO and even like basic cable networks like, you know, FX, Mm -hmm. you know, they all have media libraries because the plan is they either are or plan to offer you a monthly subscription for their media library. But, you know, other channels don't have that that luxury and they are the ones who are going to get left behind. It's so crazy. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's hard to believe. Like, I couldn't have imagined this, like, years ago, and I have no idea what TV's going to look like years you know, from even now. Like, like, three, five years ago, like, I don't think we would be having, like, we would have ever thought that we'd be having this discussion. I've like, never even heard of so over bad. the top Yeah, before, no, right? I didn't know the term until you explained it to me today. So, um, that's really, really interesting. Um, I also feel like, um going off of a little bit of what you're saying, like with that. Um, so then the way people measure success Mm, mm -hmm. is changing, right? Mm. So with traditional TV, with cable and broadcast networks, ratings are everything because that's what ad buys are for and that's how they make money. So, you know, if your show isn't performing ratings wise, then you get canceled and that's the end of that. Right. Um, Things like Netflix and Hulu and Amazon, they don't release their ratings because I don't think that matters to them. That matters as much to them. And so, I mean, people have made a lot of, um, people have talked a lot about, like, what does that mean? Like, why won't they release ratings? But honestly, like, if it's not important to the Netflix people that, like, whatever they put out, whether it's making murder or fuller house is, like, not, um... I don't know. Like, I don't know what that rate, like, measure of success is. Is it that um, people want – is it the eyeballs that you're getting or is it the um, the splash that you're making? Right. Um, and so it kind of completely changes the landscape too because, you know, you're nobody's really no longer tied to, like, this idea that, like, you need people to, like, sit through and watch your show and have that recorded by Nielsen or whatever. To yeah, like who cares about the Nielsen yeah. ratings anymore? You know, I, I think it's it's interesting, like, the measure of success. It's, like, you know, because that's been, like, the standard, that's mm-hmm. been, like, how we measure success for so long, I am interested in, like, how many people watch, you know, House of Cards. Mm-hmm. But they don't even – it's not even, like, a weekly thing. So how is it, like, yeah. how many people watch this episode? How many people watch that episode? And, you know, ultimately it's, like, I think they don't n- – I think they don't want to release it because it's still so fresh in our minds. That's how we measure success. Right. But it doesn't really even matter to them because they don't, like you said, they don't have ads on their... Well, Hulu does, but... Oh, even if you get Hulu Plus? Yeah. Um, Interesting. But then now they've introduced a new subscription model where it's like commercial free, but Mm -hmm. I refuse to pay for that, so I don't. But Hulu, so it's in it. It's even so. It's like so there's Hulu, Hulu free, mm-hmm. and then there's Hulu Plus, which is a subscription, uh-huh. and then commercial and then, free, which is even more. Yeah. So what Hulu Plus gets you versus Hulu is that you get like full access to their library with Hulu, just regular free Hulu. Like I don't think you are like you're bound by like watching the very latest episodes of something. Uh-huh. Whereas Hulu Plus, like you get to watch like 
you know, everything that Uh they have. Um, But you still have to sit through ads. Interesting. It's different types of ads than what, uh-huh. Uh, whatever. But um, and then now they've moved towards this like commercial free thing. But honestly, like for me, like to sit through like three like thirty second ads is like is like what I'll do. Right. Um, instead of giving them like two more dollars <laughs> a month. All right. Interesting. Interesting. So, um, you know, why don't we go into what we've been watching? Sure. On on these, do you want to start streaming or? or Traditional. Um, we can do whatever. I know I watch a lot more on traditional TV. Let's, let's start with because I let's start have with four DVRs. So I'm gonna go first because I only have a few, mm-hmm. right? So uh, what I'm watching uh, on traditional networks, uh, American Crime Story, which was my obsession of the week last week, um, Better Call Saul, which has come back for season two, uh, Game of Thrones, um, which is interesting. We'll talk about Game of Thrones later, and because Game of Thrones is the one where I have to watch live because of Twitter and Facebook, right? Um, there was a point in time where I'd gone so f- I was so into DVR mm-hmm. that I never watched anything live, and then Twitter came along and ruined that for me because I couldn't watch like Game of Thrones specifically, like. If you don't watch it then and there, it's going to get ruined for you. So what is happening when you do that? Because I only ask because I... And you did ask me this question, like, has, like, Twitter, like, you know, changed, mm-hmm. like, the way you, like, like watch live TV? And it doesn't because I don't look at Twitter when I'm watching something. Interesting. But what are you looking at right. on Twitter when you're watching right. something? So, so the two... So my last two, right? So there's American Crime Story, Better Call Saul, right? Which is... That's as traditional as it gets. For Game of Thrones and for live sporting events, mm-hmm. I... And I, I I admitted this to you before. I am on my phone refreshing Twitter constantly as I'm watching those two shows. And it's like, you know when you watch something with like your... So it's like you have... Uh, if it's like a sporting event like the Super Bowl, everyone can um, can relate to this. You're at a... No, no one watches the Super Bowl by themselves, right? You Everyone goes to a Super Bowl party mm-hmm. and you're watching with your friends. You guys are making jokes. You know, everyone's got like a uh, witty comment about everything. It is like that, but you are actually by yourself. Right. right? Okay. So with, with sporting events, you know, people will make vines and gifs yeah. like in real time. Like I'll watch something and I'm waiting on Twitter to see like a gif of it. Do you are you, so then are you following specific people or yes. are you like looking at Oh, oh all right. Like, I'm fo- I follow specific people because you know I like to be people. in the discussion of these shows as we're watching them. Live. Are you a shadower or are you actively like shadower? Are you I'm totally shadow. Okay. I'm totally shadow. I, I I provide no content. I, you know what I'll do? And 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 my girlfriend can uh, attest to this. I will be watching things and I'll be, honey, look at look at this joke that someone wrote about the thing that we're watching right She's now. Like, can you just can you just focus on <laughs> So I'll, that's how I used Twitter. I'll be like, oh, honey, look, look, isn't this so funny? She'll yeah. be like, oh, yeah, that's nice. I mean, I live tweet during, like, events, like uh, the right, right. or whatever. But I don't actually think I'm sitting there, like, looking at other people's tweets. Maybe oh. I'm so absorbed that way. But, like, I'll just be like, oh, my gosh, that was, like, crazy or whatever. But, like, I'm not, like. It's mostly jokes. That's the thing. Like, I love to be entertained. Yeah. You know what I mean? So uh, as I'm watching those shows, I'll just, you know, scroll through Twitter you know, and I don't search hashtag. It's just like a certain set of people that I that I follow. So, okay. 
That's interesting. Yeah, that's what I that's what I still watch on on my cable subscription. What about you? Um, By the way, we we have a, a Google Doc where we had to list the things that we watch, and for traditional under Jen, it just says a lot I in all so capital letters. TV. Couldn't there are too many to even list to even type out. I mean, Steve, like I have like two DVRs, so I like really do watch a lot of like stuff that's broadcast. Uh-huh. So like I watch. All of, like I watched a bunch of shows on the CW network, so Jane the Virgin and Crazy <laughs> Ex-Girlfriend. I didn't laugh at you when you talked about wrestling. Oh, okay, yeah, that's bit. true. Um, and then I watch a lot of like the ABC, like the Shonda Rhimes shows. I watch Scandal. I watch How I Met Your No, not How I Met what? Your How to Get Away with Murder. Oh. Not remotely the same thing. <laughs> um, on FX, I watch. Uh, People versus O.J. Simpson. Uh, I, al- I also watch It's Always Sunny. Um, I think I've talked before about my love for like half hour comedies. So I watch Blackish. I watch Broad City. I watch Fresh Off the Boat. I watch. I still watch Modern Family, even though I, uh, I'm doing other things while I'm watching it. Yeah, um, good. <laughs> I don't like Modern Family. I know it's gotten. You know, it's. I think it's time for them to to move on. Um, I watch a lot of stuff on like. HP, like I watched last night with last last week tonight with John Oliver. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't watched the season of Girls, but I watch Girls. Um, I watch Inside Amy Schumer, like I Portlandia. Um, Gee, oh my! So God. I really have a. You lot watch of stuff. all the posters, you know, in the subway. When yeah, they have yeah. posters of TV shows. It's just, it's just that's your library. That's my life. And then what I also really like. Um, like, whenever Anthony Bourdain is on mm. with his, like, show. Now he's on CNN, but he used to be on the Travel Network. What's his new show? Not No Reservations. That was the no last one, No right? Reservations was the last one. Oh, shoot. I don't know what his new show is called. Um, but he has a... It's. I mean, the premise is basically the same thing. I watch um, Lisa... Oh, yeah, Parts Unknown is his show. Lisa Ling has a show um, on... Who that? Lisa Ling. She's, like, a um, journalist. Um but she chronicles like life in America, and it's like an it's basically they're like hour long documentaries. Like they're fantastic. So I like I don't think she's on right now, but she she's on CNN when her season's going on. Um, so I watch a lot of stuff. It's really embarrassing. No, no, I don't think. I anyone. mean, I yeah. have a lot of time on my hands, so whatever. Um, I used to watch the Mindy Project when it was on Fox, right? Fox, but now moving on. Now it's on streaming on mm-hmm. Hulu, so mm-hmm. that's what I watch on Hulu. Um, shall we move on to what we watch streaming? Yeah, yeah, let's go for it. Um, oh wait, so then a uh, quick question. So then you have two DVRs, right? Mm-hmm. Any of those shows? Do you watch when they air? Or do you watch them all on DVR? I watch them all on DVR. Damn! Some of them I watch uh, on the night that it airs, but I rarely ever watch something live as it's airing. Is it because you don't have the time, or is it because you just will do something else purposefully during that time so you don't have to watch commercials? I think we've established that I have a lot of time um, because I watch all these things. But yeah, like I just like to be able to fast forward things or like rewind things that I like uh-huh. want to rewatch. So even if it's like giving it like a 15 minute delay or whatever, like all I almost exclusively watch things through my DVR. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Um, but you have a lot more things that you watch on streaming. Well, here's the thing. 
or that you've listed. I've at least tried, right? So these are the ones. Tried was not just for that. That was for all of these. So, okay. So because what we're looking at is Steve's list of the things that he's tried, and it's a lot. So So, you don't watch these shows? No. Okay. So so we'll go into it, right? So here are the shows that I've tried, but stopped watching. Okay. Right? Couldn't finish it. Um, Not because they're bad, but just because, like, you know, it's this whole feeling of, like, I don't have enough time to watch everything that I want to watch, so I can only really watch the ones that I that I really enjoy, right? So Orange is the New Black, uh, tried that. Making a Murderer, uh, Fuller House, uh, Master of None, and Narcos. Okay. Um, and I enjoyed all of them. Like, none of them were... Well, Fuller House was bad. But the other ones weren't bad. Uh, I just couldn't... And I'd watched, like, a few episodes, and I was like... I, I couldn't keep watching it. Are you like set on going, like never going back to those? I'm or? pretty set on never going back to. Interesting. Them. Okay. Yeah. Um, and the ones that I've like kept up with, right, and watched like fully are uh, actually, you know, this. I'm gonna skip one of them. So I've watched. I finished Jessica Jones, uh, Daredevil. Came back for season two on mm-hmm. Friday that I started watching. Uh, Kimmy Schmidt. And Snowpiercer. I know Snowpiercer is a movie, but uh, the first time I had heard about it was on Netflix. So I watched it. Um, This is a complete side note, and I think we can totally talk about this in a different podcast. But I think also talking about movies being released on these, like, streaming providers Mm -hmm. is really interesting. And it, it, it hasn't caught up to where TV is. But again, I think that's a different topic. Yeah, I mean, I think that... Yeah, you're right. It, it's a little different in that, like, the movie industry is hurting so. I think TV has never been stronger, mm-hmm. and movies have never been weaker. Yeah, you know, so, um, so that's that'll be something interesting to watch going forward. Um, and the one that I haven't talked about yet is Breaking Bad because Breaking Bad is one where I've I'm, I haven't finished it yet. You but, discovered Breaking Bad through streaming. Uh, you know. I, I think I always knew about Breaking Bad. Not during... discovered, but you started watching. Yeah, streaming. I started watching it streaming. Um, but then, so like in its last season, I was so curious as to how it ended. I'd be watching season two and the last season, I think it was six or something, at the same time uh-huh. because I had to watch it live. Got it. You know? Yeah. Cause, because it was part of the thing where it's like everyone's talking about it on Twitter. It was super zeitgeisty mm-hmm. at the time, the last season. You know, like Breaking Bad was one of those. Uh, TV shows where, you know, normally you see the Lost, um, I'm talking about the TV show Lost, like the Lost Paradigm, where it's like every season you get less and less viewers. Right. Right? You lose viewers along the way. Breaking Bad was one of those where, like, every season it gained more and more steam to the point where it was, like, the TV show Mm -hmm. to watch at the time, you know? So at that point, I was like, I want to be part of the conversation. Like, I want to see what people are saying. You know, what is everyone talking about when they talk about... I I don't want to spoil anything, but when they name certain characters, yeah. like oh my god, what's going on with him or her? And so I was like, so what does that do to you when you're watching something? It makes so me not finish it. Then, okay, you yeah. know, it makes me not finish it. And I I know exactly where I left off, and I have every intent on, of going back, but you know, it, it's hard for me to motivate myself to go back because yeah. I've already seen the last season. Right. You know, but it's on the second list as opposed to the first one because even though I didn't finish it, I have every intention of <laughs> of going back it. eventually. Uh, what about you? Um, so my list is this very, very small compared to yours. Um, 
So, you know, I watched the Mindy Project on Hulu. Again, Hulu, thank you so much for saving my favorite show. <laughs> um, uh, Orange is the New Black. I haven't watched, I actually didn't watch the last season that was just released of House of Cards yet, but I'll get to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love Kimmy Schmidt on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, the thing with me is that, like, what streaming does is they release like a whole season, right? Mm-hmm. So it, except for the mini project, actually the mini project still oh, they still do, they week do by one, week? one episode a week, but mm-hmm. for the most part, you know, um, all of these series or whatever, they're released like 13 episodes at a time or a full season's worth. It makes me, I am not a binge watcher. Like I can't do it. I, I've never sat there for 13 hours watching something over a weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, it makes me like not go back to things I, I've noticed hmm. because, you know, like then I want to go watch something else and then I forget where I was and the other. So like, unless right. it's on some sort of schedule, like it, I, I think that's why like I struggle with the streaming thing. I appreciate the content because things that are on like, like Netflix or like whatever, they're able to do things that you can't really do on broadcast TV because the rules are a little bit more lax or um, more creative control is given to like the producers. But it also makes me like, I just, it's, it's hard. It's hard for me like to like sit through something or to remember that I still have like five episodes of like house of cards from like season two left. Um, So that's like, that's kind of, how I feel about it but uh, again I think I'm in the minority because I know so many people who like right. binge watch Jessica Jones in like one weekend and like yeah. that's how they do things and that's kind of the norm viewing whereas I like mine like one at a time one week at a time yeah I mean I think even for I think yeah like, even for me it's hard to to binge watch like a whole thing like at all I, I don't think I've ever sat through a whole Except for like Game of Game of Thrones season one, you didn't watch it on HBO when it was released. No, no, I was. I think I was like, I was one season late. Got right? it. So I watched starting with season two. I watched it live, but you know, uh, season one I watched um, like after it had aired, just like binge watched that. But that was, at the time, I think that was only eight episodes mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. You know, so have the seasons gone longer? Yeah, 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 definitely. I think it's ten now. I think it doesn't do the full. 13, it's funny I say full 13 because it used to be like 20, right? Yeah, like seasons really are supposed to be like 20 to like, anywhere between 20 to like 24 episodes and like it's not anymore. It's like 13. Yeah, is the... But I think I prefer 13 though. I think I prefer 13 because if you take a look at um, some shows where they had like 20 plus episodes per season, it's like they really only did it for the ad buys, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, I, I'm, I'm going to name two very specific ones. And they, I think these shows got, the quality of these shows got hurt because mm-hmm. of how long the seasons were. One is Friday Night Lights. I love Friday Night Lights. I, I know. People love Friday Night Lights, but guess what? Like, there are, like, half the episodes you don't need to watch. I disagree, but okay. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, there's, like, a season, a full season you don't need Se- to watch. Season two you can skip, yeah. Right? Um, and the other one is, do you remember the OC? I love the OC. Yes. Season got, one, you know, yep. season one could have been three Separate season. Yeah. They went through so many arcs that first season. You know, I'm, I didn't know you watched the OC, Steve. Yeah, California. Hmm. You know, uh, I, I forget the other. Lady. I used to love that song though. Yeah, Phantom Planet. Oh no, was it Phantom Planet? It, it, it was a. Uh, it was an alliteration of the word of the letter P. I remember that. I think but it was something like that. But uh, yeah, I mean, 
I loved uh, season one of the OC, and uh, like that could have been broken up into into at least two seasons. Yeah, you know. Um, and then I think I when I, when Lost first got announced that like the later seasons would be like thirteen episodes apiece, I was like, oh my god, like I can't believe they're doing this. You know, the network is being so cheap with them and not supporting them. And it wasn't was until, it a network decision or was it? The, I think it was a network decision. Okay, uh, and it wasn't until later I realized like, oh no, it's for quality control because they don't want to air garbage like yeah. the garbage there's always like filler episodes yeah you know so um you know it's interesting when i see there's some cable shows that still have like 20 episodes a season and and at that point i'm just like that's too much now you know there was a time where 20 was like norm but i'm like that like who has time for 20 hours like a season a lot of people do steve <laughs> <laughs> per show, I mean, but per show, yeah. right? Um, okay, yeah. So, I don't know. Do you have anything else you wanted to talk about with regards to streaming versus uh, traditional uh, TV shows? No, I feel like we kind of... I, I don't know. I feel like we can have this same right. topic of discussion like, like six ev- months from exactly. now because it will be completely different. So, it's, it's interesting the time that we're living in. Yeah, very interesting. Um, we'll see where... Yeah. I mean, I... I think we have a sense of where we're headed, but I don't think anyone knows where where the destination is. But uh, yeah, that's interesting. So some food for thought. We'll take a quick break and then we'll come back with our obsessions of the week. So we'll be back, guys. All right, we're back. I uh, hope you enjoyed your break. Uh, so yeah, so this is week two of week two of obsession yeah. yeah okay so we'll try to keep this going as long as possible obsession we'll see. of the episode obsession yes. of the episode we'll see how many obsessions we can develop uh over see, the I, think we, I think you always have something that you're into right like no i don't maybe i don't know if it's something worth sharing like i'm gonna be like so i mean for all my wrestling heads out there i'm gonna be obsessed about like wrestlemania I'm fine but I'm not going to say that on this. Why? No one's going to want to he- listen to that. Yeah, but if you can get somebody to, like, No, I'm going to get nobody to... Anyway, uh, so, maintaining our theme of TV. Jen, why don't you go ahead and share your obsession of the week? Yes, so my obsession... Um, it just ended on ABC, so I don't know where you can catch it if you haven't kept, caught it. Um, probably on ABC On Demand, and I think maybe on Hulu, but it's a show called American Crime. Not to be confused with mm-hmm. American Crime Story, People versus O.J. Simpson. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, American Crime just finished its second season, and like the other Ryan Murphy-produced show, it's an anthology series. So American season- Crime is Ryan Murphy-produced? No, oh, the you're other like people the other. Okay, okay, got it, got it. Is um, this is this is um helmed by John Ridley, who is the uh, writer and director of Twelve Years Slave. Oh, um, first season was a different storyline. I didn't really watch first season. I watched a couple of episodes and then I fell off of it. And I don't know what it was about the second season, but like I ended up like DVRing it the first episode, and then I got hooked, and then. Um, it just ended. So hopefully you can find it on Hulu. But basically, um, it's about, it's about a crime that happens, right? So, um, this season was about... In America? In America. (laughs) This season was about, um, a closeted gay teen who goes to a, um, elite, like, private school on scholarship. And he goes to a, uh, party that's thrown by the captain of the basketball team, um... 
and he gets raped. And so that's the initial, that's the initial, or allegedly that happened. That's the crime that, like, sets off the whole um, season. And then, like, three-fourths into it, a bigger crime happens, and it, like, is so mind-blowing. But the point, the idea is, it's not so much about these crimes themselves, but the the story, the show is really about the ripple effect that an act of violence has hmm. on the community and the like the the lives that it touches and you know to be honest most of the characters on the show are not likable and they make choices that are deplorable but it's no different from i think how anybody would act in situations like that interesting um Part of what makes you're the selling show, me on it. The sh- you have to watch it. Part of what makes the show really interesting for me is it's sort of unlike anything on like network television. Um, the writing's great, the acting's great, but I love like the the editing and the camera shots that they mm. use to tell the story. Mm. So, for example, um, a lot of the times when two characters are having a discussion. Like, the camera's not on their faces. Mm. So it's it's on their hands or whatever. And it really, really forces you to listen as opposed to, like, seeing. It's Soderbergh-esque. It's so good. Yeah. Um, I remember there was a scene where um, two people are talking in Spanish. And it's not subtitled. So if you don't speak Spanish, you don't know what they're saying. But it's, like, but the feelings are conveyed. So the show really forces you to... Kind of put aside, like, all of your, like, um, I think we're so tied to our visual and visual storytelling, and it's it goes so beyond that. Um, there's so many layers to everything. So it's about race. It's about class. It's about um, sexual orientation, identity. Like, it's just so good. And it ended on a very ambiguous note, um, and a lot of people were upset about that. But I also think it's that's how life is, right? Like, not everything is wrapped in a neat bow at the end. Um, but I think you would really like it, Steve. So it's yeah, I'll really check it good. out. It'll be yeah. on my try list for at the when le- you, at the least when you can find it. <laughs> I don't know where it is, but it just ended. So um, I'm still like kind of thinking about the show and the effect that it had. Um, and also, like, the acting, like I said, is great. Like, the, the especially the high school boy, like, the high school um, kids in the in the show, they're such great actors. And the adults are great, too. And they're, um, like, I guess kind of like the Ryan Murphy model. Um, they were all in season one, and they're all in season two as different characters. Oh, um, Felicity Huffman, Regina King... Um, Andre 3000 of Outcast. <laughs> <laughs> he was surprisingly really great. Um, so it's, it's great. That's a good show. All right. Well, speaking of acts of violence that have a ripple effect, <laughs> my obsession of the, of the episode, and, you know, I, I didn't want to do this the first time we did it, even though I was obsessed with it back then. Um, shouldn't come as a surprise to anyone is the life of Pablo by Kanye West. I have been listening to that nonstop. Where can I find it? Do I need title? I don't know. Like how I, is, how do normal like how in a I legal think title. fashion. In a legal fashion you'd have to sign up for title. Got it. Okay. Um and 
It's crazy. I mean, he's he's still making edits to it. What do you mean? I thought it's out there. It is, but he's he's gone back to the studio to like clean up stuff. And, and then what re releases? And then re release it, yeah. It's yeah. it's it's art happening in front of us, Jen. He's he's molding and crafting in front of our very eyes. This has never happened before where he release where someone really well, I mean also because people previously hadn't released albums on streaming services, you know, you send it to the record label and the record label takes the master, finishes it, and then se- sells it in disc form. But um, that's not what's going on here. He's releasing it only, well, not only, but preliminarily on, only on title. Right? How do you how do you know he does that? Does he, like, tweet about tweet it? Tweet it. He tweets it. He's like, track number six, like, redid it, done. Yeah, redoing Waves or redoing... Well, and then does he retitle it, like, version two or, like, whatever? I don't think so. How do you know? Then how do you know... I'm taking the man at his word. Yeah, okay. Right? Um, and so I love this album. I, I've i loved every album. Mm-hmm. that I, The only album that I didn't like initially, but then went back and had an appreciation for was uh, 808s and Heartbreak. Uh, everything else I've loved on the spot, 808s and Heartbreak, now like re-listening to it like years later, um, when I first re-listened to it a while back, I was like, oh, this is this is genius, you know? Um, and so I remember when Yeezus first came out, I was like, oh man, Yeezus is amazing. I love it. I, I listened to that on repeat over and over and over and I couldn't find anyone else in real life that liked it. It was really just only your internet friends, just internet. <laughs> it, it, it felt like it was just me and the internet <laughs> that liked that album. Uh, then I listened to life of Pablo and everyone that I had badgered to listen to Yeezus, mm-hmm. I badgered again and was like you need to listen to this and i always said at the end you'll like this one like not not only was good with Jesus, i'd always be like oh it's so good it's so good it's so good it's so good you know you're gonna think it's good and this one's like it's so good it's so good it's so good and you're also gonna like it and the uh what is it the replies i've gotten have been all positive you know they're like i i i really like it how many tracks are there uh, there are a ton. Let like me 20? double. There, it, there's a lot. I think there might be eighteen. It's a it, it's a lot. It's a lot of songs. So speaking of like measures of success, right? So mm-hmm. if it's not available anywhere other than title, and I'm assuming title is like Spotify where you're streaming it and not yeah. really down like whatever. Yeah. Um, is he is, does he not care about success and I, how many people are buying and right. consuming his music? I think his measure of success is not the same as other artists because I don't think he considers himself only a a musical artist. I think he considers himself a creative genius. Mm-hmm. And so his measure of success has nothing to do with album sales or um, you know how much money the album has made. Right. Yeah, what, what he's concerned with is how many people are talking about it. I think that's all he really cares about. How many people are talking about, you know, his album? How much, you know, perceived influence does it have? Yeah, but if you're only releasing it on like one platform, I think that's... it's just initially. Okay. Eventually, 
he'll be when he's done like when he's done mixing editing it. and I, I think he tweeted the other day uh, three albums a year that's what he said he's gonna do what? three albums a year yeah yeah that's he, crazy he said he's gonna do three albums when was a year. his last album prior Jesus to was was that uh, three years ago I want to say well now it's been three years I think it was released in 2013 yeah yeah 2013 so he's gone from like one in three to like three, three and a year. one yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm super excited about it. Yeah, I think he, no, I, I think he already has one scheduled for the summer. Okay. Um. So yeah, I I, I love this album. I think it's it's Is there fire. A, like a title track? Uh no no there's okay. no Life of Pablo track. But but no I mean like a single that like would be like played on the radio like I've heard I've he heard one I've heard real friends on the radio. Okay. Um, and that's one of the best songs on the album. Uh, there are, so I made a playlist of songs from the album that I just want to hear on repeat, mm-hmm. and it's like one, two, three, four, five, there's like six songs. Okay. And one of them is like a 30 second, it's like a 30 second freestyle where he just says his name like over and over and over again. Like Kanye, Kanye. No, no, not, not and there are words in between okay. Kanye, but, but every line ends in Kanye. Got it. Um, it's called I Love Kanye. Oh. Uh, it's, it's so good though. It's so good. I'll, I'll. I'll play it for you when we're done. It's it's so good, um, and so yeah. I mean, I'm just I've just been obsessed with that with that album. Is um, it your favorite oh, Kanye this, album? Yeah. Is that like asking you to choose your favorite child? No, no. I think you know what I. Uh, I, I think it says a lot about a person. It's very revealing when someone reveals favorite. It's very revealing when someone tells me what their favorite Kanye album is. I feel like I can I can get a sense of who they are as a person. Not completely, but it's a part of them I like can see when they say what their favorite Kanye album is. Yeah. I think uh mine is still that first album. The first is College the first, Dropout. Yeah, okay, that's mine. That I yeah. mean that is what that tells me is they have like really good taste. Cool. I have good taste. <laughs> So, um, yeah, was there anything else you wanted to talk about before we got out of here? No. All right. Cool, cool. I hope you guys enjoyed uh, another episode. Uh, We'll be back next time. Um, We have a few things that we want to talk about, some things we want to bring up. uh, And so we'll leave you there, a little teaser. I guess a little plug. Like us on Facebook. Oh, yeah. Like us on Facebook. You're totally right. And if you got, it's no one is listening on Facebook. And if you guys, like, you know, want to tell us, whether you've cut ties with cable or whatever, like, yeah, I think we'd like to hear about other yeah. people's experiences because our our um, habits are so similar. Yeah, so. agreed. Um, yeah, like us on Facebook, like us on SoundCloud. Uh, it's No One Is Listening Podcast. Uh, if you guys could like us there, that'd be excellent. Um, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye.